0: Welcome to the self esteem and confidence mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the self esteem and confidence mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome my friend Christina to the show where we're going to be talking about developing stronger self confidence. So, a quick introduction to Christina and then we'll dive into our conversation today. So Christina Gill is an executive success coach with a premier consultancy, sorry, CMG premier consultancy, committed to helping her clients drastically improve their confidence, communications and renew their beliefs to powerfully take on their personal and professional lives with ease. So welcome to the show, Christina. Great to have you here. And oh, to catch up with you as well. So yeah, yeah. tell us. Tell us a little bit about what got you into like this area of helping people with with confidence. I know we were having a little bit of a chat before uh, we started recording as well.
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of people are. Well, I I don't think I know a lot of people are really unhappy at the moment over many things, whether it's in their personal or professional lives. But what I see among the people I work with is. That they may be really great at their core competencies. When they get outside of their core competencies, Mm. they're not at all confident. And it shows. And it bleeds into the work that they're actually confident in. What they fail to recognize is that being confident that you're not confident is not helpful. Mm. You're You're confident about the wrong thing. You are confident. Maybe you need to up-level a skill. Maybe you need to bring in a coach. Maybe you just need extra practice. Maybe you need something. But you're already confident because you've already gotten to the point in life where you have. And so it's just ironic that even people who call themselves introverts, which I'm very introverted, but I'm talking all the time. Being an introvert doesn't mean that you can't be confident talking with people and mm. discovering things and understanding things. And it it just means you like to spend time by yourself on occasion. That's how you charge your batteries, So Mm -hmm. I often hear people say, well, I do this, I'm in tech, I'm in whatever, I'm in finance, and I'm an introvert, so it's okay. I don't need to be confident in the relationship or confident in these other things. When in fact, it all bleeds together. And that, that feeling of not being confident, it's a belief. It's not a fact. It's not an actual fact. It's a belief. It's a way of being. And you get to choose that every day. So every time you tell your brain, I'm not confident, guess what it's hearing? Not. It's Mm. hearing not. I'm not. And it keeps replaying in your brain that many more times. So even when you're saying I am confident, it's still remembering not. So paradoxically, we have to start saying I am confident. And we have to take steps towards the uncomfortable, the things we're not sure of, the things we haven't really rooted into our being. But we can do that. You know, live in the moment, in that very moment. How do you feel? How is it you feel in that moment? Because that is awareness. And so very few people actually have a level of awareness that really is truly needed in any sort of leadership position, even self-leadership. They're just not aware. Most of what we do on any given day, we do as a habit. We do as a routine. We can't remember how we drove to work this morning. We can't remember what we had for lunch. But remembering what your co-worker said about you yesterday, you remember that. Right? Yeah. So... Let's try being aware in our bodies, not just our minds. What does the body say? What is the body telling you? The body and the mind keep score. It's not all rational. You know, many of the people like me like to believe that, you know, the rational brain is where it's at. Unfortunately for us, the unconscious brain does most of the work. And so it's just a different way of understanding that life is something that we don't have ultimate control over. It's not rational all the time. We can set ourselves up for tremendous success. And we can implement that. Does that mean we have to rigidly hold on to the outcome? No. It just means be ready in case something turns. In case there's a turn in the road, take the other turn. Let it play out. Don't hold this belief system that life is one way. Because it's not. And that turn you might have to take might be the best turn of your life. And if you rigidly hold to what it is you believe, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to grow, not giving yourself the opportunity to be the next version of you. And so it comes with a lot of discernment and a lot of practice and a lot of awareness this is where it all starts and begins. It's like, where do our beliefs come from? Do we actually believe the things that we say? Is it fear? Is it fear that keeps us in those beliefs? Even if those beliefs are not good for us, maybe it's fear of movement, of being a different way. Hmm. And so I talk to many people about, about a variety of, of situations surrounding all of these topics. And they're really critical. And I know among the people that I, I coach specifically, these are people you wouldn't think most people wouldn't think they had any problems at all. Mm. And yet, yeah. Yeah. And this is specifically why I work with them. Because I was one of them. And I know what it looks like to be in that job, in that role, in that car, in that house, in all of those things, and still feel unfulfilled, and still feel like is this all there is? I've done it all. What else is there? And we we wind up just in this echo chamber where we can't actually envision a life bigger than, a life more fulfilling. In awareness that there is an entire world out there. There are so many ways to think and believe and to understand and people to meet and greet and fun. I've talked to people who can't remember the last time they actually had fun was, and I used to be that person coming from a tech finance background. So I clearly understand what that feels like and what it looks like. And my life pivoted, not because I chose for it to, but because it just did. It was unexpected. It was unannounced and unwelcomed. And yet it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I actually got to travel around the globe 22 times and I got to get into, you know, coaching and I still did consulting for decades now. Like life didn't stop just because something unexpected happened, unexpected and undesired but I found a way. And so, you know, life, life really is lived in this messy middle in this growth area beyond where you're comfortable. This is where you're going to find that you have the most divine times and you have the hardest times But overall, it's a place where you won't want to leave. You just have to get comfortable being there and feeling what it is you feel and accepting that and coming to peace with it. We can't control everything. What we can control is how we set our destinies ourselves. But. We can't, can't beat ourselves up over it. We are the cruelest to ourselves. We are cruel. And why is it we have the belief that we need to do that? People tell me, oh, so I can get better, but that's a lie. That's a lie that your brain is telling you because you already got to your successful station. And you didn't need to brutalize yourself.
0: Hmm.
1: It's something that I feel absolutely passionate about. Because I know too many who are in the space, who live this day to day, who never come to peace with what they feel and they shove down what they feel instead of just processing it and letting it go and just being happy not with perfection you don't need perfection it doesn't exist and if you keep Mm. trying to run for it you'll never find it Mm. do great do good do your best and keep churning you know hmm. just don't give up yeah. don't don't put yourself on this pedestal in one area of your life and give up on the rest of your life it's not a recipe for success or happiness And I fully believe that we can all live the life that we want and deserve. We only have one life. We get to choose what it means. We get to define how we feel about the things that occur. And if we're always living in the land of misery, we're never going to be happy.
0: With the touching on the awareness and the processing that we, we yeah. covered a little bit, it's I I know you you were touching on like people you've worked with, people you've met. We push these things down. We we don't process these things. Is there is there anything that you found effective? Like how how we how can we start being aware and start processing? If if someone is think... maybe a little bit overwhelmed and just... yeah
1: yeah. I think there are several ways. Mindfulness is a great tool, right? Mm. Um, But through positive intelligence, we learn many different ways of using mindfulness, mindfulness of our own body of the feeling of our own body, just two fingers together, rubbing together, what do we notice? Mm. If you can focus on the one thing, on the small thing, what are we seeing in our peripheral vision? What are we focusing on? One thing. People get so overwhelmed thinking, I have to go, you know, my mind has to be blank and I can't think and But that's not how it is. It doesn't need to. But you have to be present. And so, if rubbing two fingers together, feeling the ridges of the fingertips, for instance, can bring you into your body to just focus on that for that moment, that moment in time where your mind is actually focusing on the action that you're taking. And you can breathe a few deep breaths while you're at it. There's so many different ways. I have an energy process that I use called the peace process that is really a tremendous tool for someone who is having difficulty really accepting something that's occurred in their life or that's occurring in their life. And it's so effective. It's the small things. We focus so much on the big things in life. But if we stop and we recognize that it's actually the culmination of all the small things that are recurring that we can notice, that we can feel, that we can make note of, that we can appreciate the flower and how it smells. If we can get used to being in that space, That's the beginning of everything. You know, if you're covering up, if you're just gliding through life on autopilot, not aware of what's going on around you, it's not a life well lived. I can guarantee you that no one has ever been on their deathbed wishing they did more paperwork. What they hoped for was maybe they spent more time doing something else. And we all have 24 hours in a day. And being aware of how we use those hours, how we use our time, how we think in our minds, what we say to ourselves, what we say to others, how do others perceive us? Because just because we're saying something doesn't mean the other person hears the same thing. And it's not until you have a deep awareness of how you come across, how you resonate, how you believe, what you believe, is not until you can get to that point that you can be a tremendous leader. Because something inauthentic is going on and people pick it up Hmm. and then they don't trust you, even when they should. And many people don't even know this. I work with people who have trouble on their teams and they don't understand why. And it's not until they have this moment, this light bulb moment where they say, oh my God, they're not hearing what I'm saying in the way I'm saying it. And I didn't know. And and that goes for everyone. You don't need to be in leadership to have this happen. You could be a mother or father to a child and have the very same thing happen to each other, to the child, the communication that we think we're putting out into the universe. Is is it a different dial than what people hear? And we don't know this.
0: Hmm.
1: And it's fascinating. And it's exciting because it can change. And it doesn't even mean you have to change. You just have to remember who you are. We have this facade that's been built over so many years out of of whatever we've come from as a way to protect ourselves. That we don't even recognize who we are today versus the authentic us. And all we need to do is be the authentic, brilliant us. We're still brilliant, but we need to be authentic.
0: How can we recognize what's authentic to us as people more? because sometimes oh we am so goodness. caught up with all these ideas and oh, ideas and programming,
1: I'm right? Well, it's a very long, long answer. And I'll just give an example. (laughs) If I gave you $100 million and you can't buy a car and you can't buy a house and you already have a great partner, what's left? What do you want in your life? What do you truly want to spend that money on in your life? All the big things are off the table. Mm. You've got little things. What are the little things that you want?
0: Wow, that's a
1: good Yeah. It takes introspection. Mm. And it's amazing. This is why I do what I do. Mm. And I
0: love what I do. It's about asking it's yourself. Me. I guess what you're saying is it's about asking yourself. And this is the, again, the beauty of having a, having a coach like yourself or whoever someone's working with, you know, hopefully you get a decent coach like yourself. It's, um, You know, those are the kind of questions they can ask you, but also the questions you ask yourself um, to discover that.
1: Yeah, you want to stop telling yourself lies.
0: Mm. Honest questions, honest answers.
1: Yes. And when you get to the basics of your life. What do they mean to you? What are you looking for? What do you want? What do you believe? What do you want to be true? Like, it's exciting. But you sort of have to take away the mask of what you think. You know, the big dollar items, the big, okay, you got that. Are you happy? I know what the answer was for me. Wasn't happy. I was happy I wasn't fulfilled
0: Mm, interesting
1: I meet a lot of people who are genuinely not happy at all and so this is where we get down to brass tacks and we start looking at what it is they need to create in their lives for fulfillment and satisfaction and happiness And how is it they can bridge who they are, who they are as a professional? Because guess what? That job doesn't define who you are. It can go away at any moment for any number of reasons. You have to define who you are. And maybe if you're a doctor, you're a very caring, loving person. That's who you are. And you're a doctor. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's the authentic you, that four-year-old you. Look at that four-year-old you. Would you say most of the stuff you tell yourself all the time? Probably not. And that four-year-old you is still inside of you.
0: Mm, That child.
1: Yeah. You know, if you look at the 80-year-old you, what's their advice to you?
0: These are some great questions. (laughs) We can definitely all ponder on, I think, Christina.
1: We could spend weeks pondering.
0: (laughs) Pondering on these questions. It is a long, uh, authentic, but yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the beauty of having a coach and getting getting into detail of these kind of questions, but also some of the questions you can ask yourself.
1: I think it's so important. It's important to recognize that you deserve to be happy. That you can be successful and be happy at the same time. That life is not perfect for anyone. And if perfection is what you're expecting, you're going to be sadly mistaken and very stressed out. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: Go for great. Go for great in the areas you need to be friggin' great at. And go for good in the other areas. Find some balance. But perfection doesn't exist and that's painful for some of us mm. who really like black and white when life is in gray mm. the messy middle
0: the messy middle the messy middle christina i love I the messy middle the messy middle it's a book isn't there can't remember it's by <laughs> i don't think i've read it um Yeah. No, Christina. Thank you. I was say thank you for everything you've shared, and there's definitely some insights, some good quality questions. We could like I'm even they're even going around my mind as well, and I'm sure it's going around the listener's mind as well. Um, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's there's so much more we could we could talk about today, definitely. And um, I know you're you're sort of on social media as well aren't you on various pages yeah. that we can link yeah. up as well like yeah uh, LinkedIn definitely. Instagram Facebook and everything yeah
1: right exactly at cmgpremierconsulting.com
0: yeah sure and we're and website yeah we'll be yeah. sure to link those up so
1: yeah.
0: perfect thank you. thank you Christina we want to thank you for your time today a pleasure having well, thank you
1: thank you it's been such a pleasure of
0: course so that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.